Welcome to Gain That Tune. Everybody, it's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It is your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the newly minted GTT Gems Showdown Champion, the Gems Master, Jesse Moore. Say hey. Oh, hey. Shit. Man, showing off that gauntlet already. I. I am intimidated as shit. I, I really didn't think you were going to be able to produce that quite so what? quickly. <laughs> I will say it smells like glue, so I'll probably be <laughs> real loopy by the end of the show. <laughs> I heard the soul stone smells like glue. It's uh, yeah, it's a weird, weird thing. Uh, if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, I really hope you listen to last week's episode uh, where Jesse won the uh, GTT Infinity Gauntlet. Otherwise, this is going to make no sense. Uh, but tonight, we're going to listen to some video game music. Uh, we've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode. And he's not here to explain what's going on tonight, but uh, the winner of our last official episode was David Fleming. He's still on some work thing somewhere. Uh, I think he might have actually... It's strange. I think he flew all the way from Chicago to Florida to visit his mother. And, you know, he's not hes not hanging with any of us, so I guess it's something serious. But, um, so, the uh, theme tonight... It is, uh, it's episode 156, every 26 episodes we do a uh, redo, a revisit of games previously used on Game That Tune, and uh, yeah, so it's it's fair game, any of our previously used 770 games oh is possible on the show tonight, so uh, yeah, we got, uh, you know, three, ga- uh, three great games, we got a great fan request, and I think we should just start off with that, so Johnny... Let's hit it, man. Game one. Game one. Jesse, what did you do? <laughs> Whoa. We did, like, Burnout 3, like, twice one episode. We're not playing that fucking game again. And, you know, also, this episode was for David. David being on this episode is inevitable. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! Hey, hey guys, David, what what's up? Hey man, you don't look like what? you're visiting your sick mother. Oh no, David, she, is that a no? She's is that a Hawaiian shirt. No, 
Guys, no, she's... Oh, she's so sick. Yeah, like, I had this huge work function, and then I, I had to fly down to Florida. Like, yeah, I... I was gone for very official reasons. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what, what's up? I think the more pressing question is, how did I get here? Like, uh, it's complicated, man. I'm sure Jesse can use the time stone and uh, get you back into the uh, GTT Gym showdown, and you'll know exactly what's been going on. Um, so, Jesse, did you just snap the request out of existence? Yeah. That, we're not doing the burnout three thing. I told you. Okay. Fuck uh, that. Cool. I used the Tim Fallen gem yeah. and uh, <laughs> arpeggioed that fucker out of here. Good call. Good call. I was also tired of burnout three. Uh, David, since you're here, I hope you've got three songs prepared for tonight's show. Because um, um, now that we don't have a request, we're going to need you to actually be on the show. So uh, thank you. Know, thanks for rejoining us, David. Say hey. Uh, hey, what's up? Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm obviously prepared for game that tune. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, who's not? It's Wednesday night. Why wouldn't you be ready? So, yeah. uh, wow, Jesse, great utilization of the GTT Infinity Gauntlet. And Johnny, let's start off with the new game one. Game one. Alright guys, what do you know? So, this this, this right, is the original trivia. NES version of the game, but uh, <laughs> there is a Sega Genesis edition of it that's going to be re-released in America for the first time in a long time on the upcoming Sega Genesis Mini.
So we still need to show our answers, right? Yes. Yes, okay. yes, you do. Yeah, cool. All right, let's see here. Um, hey, John, I didn't get enough time to read yours. No, I know you wrote Mega Man 3. It's a hat trick. Everyone got this, got this right. <laughs> so this Hell is yeah. Mega Man 3 for the NES. Isn't this the second time you yourself have chosen Mega Man 3 for the show? I, f I think you... I think you chose yes, it last it time we used it too. I did choose it last time. Yeah. See, for some I reason, I John Harrington, I, I thought you had chosen. Oh no, you didn't, because that's the source of the top head. Top, top head. head. <laughs> You're a real son of a bitch. You know that? Yeah. Which was almost in the episode 100 free play jingle. Uh, top man's great. You know, the more I've listened to it since that episode, I'm like, yeah, there's no wrong choices from this uh, from this soundtrack, except maybe Needle Man. Um. <laughs> But you know, no, uh, no disrespect to any of those needle boys out there. Um, Mega Man Three. So, Jenny, you say this is a, it, it's a remake on the Sega Genesis Classic. Uh, is that what Mega Man: The Wily Wars is? Yes, Mega Man: The Wily Wars is Mega Man One through Three, uh, remade for the Sega Genesis. Plus, I think there's a few unique stages to it called like Wily's Tower or something like that. I'm not, I'm yeah, not super like sure. I'll have to like check on that. There's like an extra mode where it's like a tower. Because I remember there, I got the like the Mega Man Anniversary art book, and they have art for like three unique bosses that are based on, I want to say like Journey to the West. There's like a monkey robot, like a pig robot, and some other kind of animal robot that you have to fight. Dope. I nice. support that. Um, and yeah, that game was so the um, due to some weird licensing deal with Capcom. Uh, Mega Man The Wily Wars was released in Europe, but in America, it was only released on the Sega channel. Ew. So the only way to play it in the US was to turn on your Sega Genesis, leave it on while they broadcast the game, and then play it, and once you turned your Sega Genesis off, it was gone. That's crazy. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> props to them for trying something like that, but like... How widespread was that service in America? Like, did people know about that? Did that happen a lot? Did a lot of people use the Sega channel around here? <laughs> like, I knew it existed. Uh, uh -huh. I could not get my parents to get a subscription to it. So I don't know if they like, even checked how much it cost, to be honest. I don't think they were just like, we're not doing that. So <laughs> it's like, Dad, can like I have access to a paid channel? Oh, yes. Uh, what do you think? HBO? Cinemax? Yeah. Like, no, the uh, Sega channel, it strictly broadcasts one Sega game at a time into my Genesis. Nah. Okay, so this was like a TV channel. It wasn't like a pre-internet broadcasting thing. It was a legit, like, television channel? Uh, well, no, it was a pre... I don't want to say pre-internet, because the internet well, was but there, I mean, but... Like, it wasn't like it, you have to get an adapter to connect your Genesis to an internet signal. Like, it was through the television? No, so it it was like this a Teleview for the SNES, right? Like you had okay, to get let's an pretend adapter, that I but you... don't have a good grasp on what that is. <laughs> so you would have to get <laughs> an adapter. It's all there in the title. It views the you get You would have to get an adapter and plug it into like your cable outlet coming out of the wall, right? Uh, it didn't go through. It went over the same cables, just like cable internet does, you know. Uh, but it was specific, you know, content for the Sega Genesis on that channel. I don't think there's a TV aspect to it. I think it was just. 
I don't know, maybe there was. That's actually a pretty good question. But, like, it had a way where you could, like... I think you could send little emails to each other using your Sega Genesis. That's uh, insane. Because I'm just yeah, trying you to submit think, high like, scores, download if, games, things like that. If this <laughs> is like a like an internet type service, like for the Sega Genesis, I mean, the mainstream internet usage didn't hit until like ninety eight, ninety nine. So mm-hmm. it's like that's how did anyone play this? Yeah, yeah. you bought the little adapter, you paid extra for the channel. <laughs> And no, I you know did logistically, it. but <laughs> Andrew Oliver in the chat is letting us know that Sega Channel peaked out at 250,000 subs. That's honestly more than I would have expected. That is um, far more than I would have expected. <laughs> yeah, that's like some Game of Thrones numbers. Yeah, man, for 94. Like, whoa. I didn't realize Sega Channel was such a cultural phenomenon. Um, you heard it here, folks. Sega Channel, the Game of Thrones of the Sega Genesis. I do uh, think Second Channel is only what? in a few markets in the U.S. I think it was only in a few big cities. I don't know if we even could get it in St. Augustine. That's what I was going to... That's like... As you were describing that, I'm like, how in the fuck would that be everywhere? Like, <laughs> that seems highly unfeasible. Like, it's um, it's but anyway, so, in the country, including New York, Los Angeles, and Houston for some reason. <laughs> big city. Uh, you know, those Texans, man, they love their uh, Mega Man Wily Wars. But uh, enough about that. Let us recast Game of Thrones with characters from Mega Man 3. Um, so, John, go for it, man. Who is the Jamie Lannister of Mega Man 3? Gemini Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. See? Yep. Twins, baby! And they have sex Perfect. with each other. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, who's the Arya of... Uh... See, there's a problem with Mega Man. It's all Needle Man. <laughs> Wait, Who? Needleman. Oh, no, yeah! See, God, feel- Jesse, this is too easy for you, my friend. <laughs> see, I kind of uh, feel like, and this is coming from someone who has never seen Game of Thrones, that Arya would be Shadow Man, because that's someone that everybody likes and is waiting to, like, get away from the rest of the cast and do their own thing. It's true, except Arya does carry a weapon literally called Needle, so Jesse is oh, dead, okay, yeah, dead right better. on this one. <laughs> uh, go for it, Jesse. Just recast the rest of the show. Use up the last, uh, ooh, ooh, last six wait. bosses. I got one! I got one! I got one! Okay, go. Daenerys Snake Man. Because Daenerys controls the dragons, and Snake Man has those giant snake reptile mini-bosses. Close enough! I would have went with the, uh... One of the, like, uh, snake assassin ladies from, uh... Well, Dorn or whatever. Yeah, but Ooh. as people who watched Game of Thrones recently know, Dorn just doesn't exist anymore. It didn't no, happen. No, uh, because the king or whatever was in those one episodes, and you know what? That's fucking Bashir from Deep Space Nine. I didn't even fucking realize it. So we really? got fucking Star Trek on Game That Two or not Game That Two. <laughs> game That Two. <laughs> <Game of Thrones. laughs> we should get Star Trek people to come on Game That Two. Yes. We oh my God, Michael Dorn own. needs to be on this show now. That would be amazing. I would gladly replace um, Johnny with Worf. Um, I could see as Dr. Wily as Sir Davos. Um, I'll buy it. Does that, make, does that mean Mega Man's Jon Snow? Ugh. Well, kind of. You know why? <laughs> because he knows nothing until he uh, kills the robot masters and gets their abilities. Mm-hmm. So until that, he knows nothing. And You're John right. Snow knows nothing. Uh, let's see. Also, the, he can die and come back to life. The so. mountain is hard, man. Um, oh yeah! Shit! What beats Hardman? So I guess that makes the Hound Magnet Man. 
Um, <laughs> oh man, this is uh, it's getting tough as we get into some of these. Yeah, so Johnny, who's Top Man on Game of Thrones? <laughs> God, I gotta look up who Top Man is. I don't even remember. Is he just a guy? He's who's shaped like a top, John. I'm sorry. I want to take this name? moment to just pause the discussion to ask who chose Mega Man Three for the show. <laughs> I gotta look up Top Man. What? <laughs> and. <laughs> Okay, so, yeah, I'm trying to think of who the stupidest character on Game of Thrones is. That's who Top Man should be. I just, I mean, like, intelligence-wise, or just they're, they're just a dumb character? They're just a dumb, pointless character. So, okay, like... that's a fun thought. Who would be... Oh, uh, so, like, the Tully guy? The guy that tries to speak at the, uh, king election? Oh, yeah, that dude. <laughs> gets shouted He's down. Like, hey, I got a good idea. Yeah. Like, I have you. many experiences in government. Uncle, sit down. <laughs> so, yes, top man that's is top man. Top man is Uncle Sit Down. Um, I'm, I'm sure we overlook somebody, but it's not terribly important. Uh, Mega Man Three, I'd argue at this point, better than Game of Thrones. Uh, you know, it didn't botch its finish, baby. It brought back everything in a satisfying way. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, hey, we could, hey, we could, we could bring the dragon from Mega Man Two in. True that. The, uh, so. mm, I love it. Uh, what, yeah. what are the Wily bosses in Mega Man 3? Because I know there's the section where you fight the Doc Robot, and then I know you fight Gamma as the final boss, but I'm trying to remember it's like, because you know Mega Man 2 has the Guts Dozer, and it has the Dragon, and that fucking room that spits bubbles at you, but I'm trying to remember it's like, what were the the castle bosses in Mega Man 3? I don't remember them at all. Um, well, one of them, there was definitely like the Return of the Yellow Devil, Oh, um, oh yep. right. Gotta love that guy. Uh, there was like a boss that was just like uh, it was like a weird like crane machine, like a claw machine game. Um, and then let's see. Eventually, you fight like a like a shadow Mega Man, <laughs> and then you have oh, to fight. Okay, you have to fight the eight redone versions of the Mega Man Two bosses, which is the sickest fucking thing that's ever happened in games. Mm. Um. <laughs> It's like, again, yeah, you're fucking going through the Wily Castle, and a robot you don't recognize appears, and then, like, Bubble Man's soul lowers into him, and it's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it gets real in a hurry. Oh. I love it. Yeah. Uh, can't believe Dr. Wily made copies of all those robots' souls just to put them in, you know, some some robot slugs and use them again. That's genius, man. That, you know, that needs to come back in more Mega Man games. But I, I like it. Think I, I think it's so. I, I, I think it's so crazy that the the Wily Wars happened at all. Like that's something I just I want to I want to know how that happened, why it happened, why only the Sega channel in the U.S. Like what the hell? Who decided that? <laughs> Sega being Sega always way too ahead of the game with their uh, decent I think it was ideas. Capcom being Capcom. I think it was Capcom being like, look, we got a thing with Nintendo going on. Well, yeah, well, well, they were putting Street Fighter on on uh on the Genesis. The Genesis. Yeah. True oh, that. So I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't put it past Sega to say, "Hey, we have this awesome service, and we want people to buy it, so your game can only come out on this." <laughs> yeah, I can see it. Yeah, they really thought Wily Wars was going to drive subscriptions in the U.S. That's got to be it, and it worked. We all like we love the Sega Channel. Yeah, it's my second most watched channel. You know, Nickelodeon and Sega Channel. That's it, baby. That's all I needed. And, then, and Spice right after that. I was going to say, that's the thing. Uh, 
Yeah, but man, you ever try to like play Mega Man Three when it comes in all fuzzy because you don't actually have the you know, the Sega channel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only nineties oh, kids, baby. <laughs> oh, but uh, I think I saw Doctor Wily. Of all of the video game download channels, the Sega channel is probably my second most well-known <laughs> episode title, Dr. Wily's Titty. Is it good, just man. Dr. Wily's Titty or there's Dr. Wily's Titty? <laughs> yeah. I saw it. That's good, too. Definitely saw it. Oh, that's hot. Um, <laughs> anyway... Fuck yeah, man. Mega Man 3 is great. Johnny, anything else on this? Have you figured out what Top Man looks like? I just know, but I, I'm definitely going to go subscribe to the Sega Spice channel. I'm really excited about it. Excellent. Good call, man. Let's go. Game 2. Oh, whoops. <laughs>
So, one of the characters in this game wears a shirt that features an image resembling a Game Boy with a link cable, a reference to prior entries in this series. have a second piece of trivia if that would be helpful. So one of the characters in this game has an alternate form um, that is part ghost, which is likely a reference to a non-playable ghost form of that character in the original game in this series. I think that helped. So, who's got some dick drawings? Alright, so John Harrington has a drawing of a penis. Uh, Jesse Moore says Mario Golf something. And John Regan has the correct answer of Pokemon Sun and Moon. What? Wow. So, I mean, um, good job. (laughs) One of the characters, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's the trial captain for the electric trial, has a shirt with a Game Boy and a link cable, because that's how you traded Pokemon originally. And Alolan Marowak is part ghost type, because the ghost that you fought in Lavender Tower was a Marowak. Oh, yeah. I forgot that Alolan Marowak was part ghost type. I thought 
I don't know what I thought it was. I, you know, isn't its bone on fire? I thought maybe it was like part hula dancer or something. Yeah, or, it's like you yeah. should see a doctor. Now a ghost part, res- part resort guy. employee. Um, based on uh, Hawaiian fire dancers, because it's set in Alola, which is not Hawaii, but basically nope. Hawaii. Right. Yeah, it's also funny because I kind of forgot that we used this game. Because <laughs> and then it's, it's like it washed over me. I'm like, oh yeah, we did use this game, and I steamrolled the whole segment for an elaborate, awful comedy bit. And David I, didn't get to actually say anything of substance about the game. I have been so, so excited for our next redo episode uh, because the last time we featured this game, John had an amazing, incredible, inspired bit where he created a lowland forms of all of the Kanto Pokemon, which was hilarious, but also took like eight minutes, and we never got to say shit about this game. <laughs> and I really like Pokemon Sun and Moon. Yeah. Well, David, I've got a surprise for you. I've created a second list. All right, Johnny, start reading them. All generation yeah, two Pokemon. Oh, I, I can't wait. I do this. I can't even name a generation. Do it, baby. <laughs> is Mudkip a Generation 2 Pokemon? I don't even uh, know. He is, baby. I heard you like him. Um, <laughs> what's amazing is that you can't name a single Generation 2 Pokemon, but Porygon 2 is a Gen 2 Pokemon, and that feels like the type of thing that you would come up with. <sighs> That's the classic. But Mud- um, Mudkip is a Gen 2 Pokemon, right? No, Mudkip is Gen 3. Fuck! No. I don't know anything about Mudkip. <laughs> I was going to say, because like that's what we were talking about Gen 4 and Diamond and Pearl. It's like, I heard you like Mudkip. It's like, Mudkip is in this game. What? <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. I, I didn't think I over... Uh, fuck it. Like, anyway, I'm Pokemon not bringing up Mudkip ever again. So, these <laughs> What is are... the Alolan form of Mudkip, David? Uh, there are no Alolan forms of Mudkip because the Alolan forms were reserved for the original 150, um, and that it. was done very deliberately because this was the 20th anniversary of Pokemon, so they wanted to show that Pokemon are like evolving living creatures. Like, well, if they went to another area, they'd probably be different. Also, Hell let's, yeah. let's use nostalgia to bring people back into this. like It's a very good idea. I hope they revisit it with Sword and Shield because I want to see British versions of all the Pokemon. <laughs> oh my god, yes. And Let us resume the bit named the 150 Pokemon <laughs> in their British forms. <laughs> no, damn it, I'm going to talk about this game because I, I enjoyed the first Pokemon, I got out of it, and then I, I tried playing black and white and couldn't get into it. I got X and Y, and I got to the end of the game and just kind of stopped because I was like, man, whatever. Like, I was pretty done. And then I got Sun and Moon, and this game just kind of captivated me. I really loved this game. And I think I loved it because of, like, how much it shook up the formula. There are no gyms in this game. Like, instead, there are four islands. And every island has a set amount of, like, trials, and each trial is based on a Pokemon type. So you go and you complete that tile, that trial, and you get a, a Z-Crystal, which gives you a superpower move of whatever type it is. Mm-hmm. And then once you complete all the trials, you can challenge the Kahuna of the island, which is kind of like a gym battle. And then once you do that, well, you can move on to the next island. Right. Do the trials have leaders? Like yes. a trial leader. 
But it's it's not the trials do have a leader, but it's not like okay, you just have to beat my Pokemon. Like sometimes it's like a puzzle thing. Like you'll uh, I think it was the grass trial. You had to go through a forest and find like certain ingredients for a soup. And then once you give them to the person, it's like, okay, you've completed the trial. I can make my special soup. Here's your crystal and everything. Um, some of them were no. battles. I think it was the water one. There was like a giant water Pokemon that you had to fight and beat. Um, it's called the ocean, David. Yeah. The ocean is a Pokemon in this game. Big water. You can catch the ocean. <laughs> oh, man. Big like Moana. <laughs> oh, man. God, you know, can we get Moana for the next Pokemon? That'd be a oh yes. yeah. You know, now, be a good crossover. Thank so, you. Dis- you. Does Disney own this yet? No, not yet. <laughs> okay, um, soon. But that was. Oh, now I want a Pokemon Sword and Shield crossover with the Great Mouse Detective. Like, can that be a yes. thing that exists? Now uh, you say the Great Pikachu Detective. Oh wait, that's already a thing. <laughs> you said that there's four uh, islands. Will you say that the the person you fight, the head of the island, is an elite Pokemon trainer? Because it sounds so, a lot like that's the Elite Four just spread out. Eventually, you do get to the Elite Four, and I think oh. two of them <laughs> are Island Kahunas, and the other two are new characters. Because um, that's so. This game's been out for a while. Do you mind if I spoil any of the story to Pokemon Sun and Moon? There's a story. There's actually a pretty good story. You go to a beautiful and island and you find it. that Pokemon are a little different here. And uh, <laughs> you find a tiki idol that's ruining your vacation. And then eventually you fight <laughs> the Elite Four and the Brady Bunch is there. Well, see, interestingly, like. Close enough. More or less. Alola is like its own separate region. They don't have a Pokemon League, so. They don't, they don't have an Elite Four. They don't have a gym system and everything. And then as you go from island to island, they kind of build one as you go. So you are the first... You are a Pokemon champion, not because you toppled, like, the long lineage, but because you're the first one to do it. Like, they kind of build everything around you. And then oh, when wow. you get to the end, like, the Pokemon champion you fight after the Elite Four is actually the professor of the region. Because he's like, yeah, I've studied everything, and you're the best, so let's do this and then you beat not- him and become the first ever champion I have a question I have an answer are you white you don't have to be what like <laughs> just say man this feels like a colonialism game and I'm not into it like you I go to the know. islands and fucking start oh. like ruining their traditions you're and asking they if it's start- I, you're asking if David's character is white. I thought you were asking David if he's white. No, just, I mean, the character in the game, like, <laughs> are you a white guy going to these pristine islands and changing them? And then eventually you champion them? Like, oh, no! No, no this had a very robust character creation system. Um, when I played the game, I was a black woman. Um, and I was very Okay, proud. I'm yeah. in favor of it. Um, you know, Jackie Brown goes to Pokemon Island. I'm Basically, in. yeah. Um, there's there's, there's also like the so you have the evil team, which is like Team Skull, who is a bunch of fucking dumb skulls. Like they are incompetent and they are amazing. I love so you, those guys. So oh, just on that, having not played this, I just love the visual and just everything about that stupid ass team. <laughs> they are so good. And you think, like, you're going to have to fight them as this criminal underground, but you end up fighting, like, there's a, a scientific group. 
who's like trying to train Pokemon and whatnot, and they're using them for experiments, and they turn out to be the evil team. And you meet up with the daughter of like the leader who stole one of the like Pokemon. Um, and I'm trying to remember the name. It's like a cosmic star Pokemon that she hides in the bag to like sneak it away and everything. And then eventually that Pokemon evolves into the legendary, either Solgaleo or Lunala. So like, as it turns out, you've met the legendary the entire time and then it just slowly builds up. It's not like you go through the game and then there's a magic legendary Pokemon that's just hanging out on this mountain all day, not doing shit. Right, exactly. It's not just waiting for you in a cave. Um, so wait, you said that somebody smuggled this legendary in in their bag? Yeah, so it starts off as, like, a very small, like, very small Pokemon that keeps trying to, like, break out, and then eventually, like, it grows bigger and then evolves into whichever legendary is based on the version that you have. That seems dangerous, man. Like, does this island not have customs? I think it's a lesson in evasive species. Yeah, it's the, it's the Simpsons Australia episode all over again. Except instead of bullfrogs, it's frokies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. She brought it a Chaswasa. Like, <laughs> fro- well, frokies sounds like Australian for frog. <laughs> I think yeah. it is, actually. It's not even a made-up word. It's just Australian. Um, but yeah, so somebody smuggles in a Chazwaza and it ends up just overtaking the Alolan region as a legendary Pokemon. It's a cool, it's, you know, I like it. I like that there's a story behind it, but still, it seems like, you know, no outside flora or fauna, please. I mean, I agree. It sounds like a very dangerous customs, like, environmental hazard in this game about pitting small animals to beat the shit out of each other. Yes. Well, not you said in the Alola Isles they don't really do that, and here you come along starting this underground <laughs> Pokemon fight club. They have club. Pokemon battles; they just don't have the league. Uh, I don't <laughs> know, just street man. Street battles. I get. I you see. You come Vince McMahon the whole thing. Street Pokemon. No, I like that there's a story behind Crowd the region. Crowd yourself champion. It's, yeah, it's, it's easy to start just needling, like, seriously, I ain't gonna have a Pokemon game set in a region where Pokemon battling wasn't a thing, like, yeah, no, 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 like, you know, it's, uh... It was it's, a it's thing, a re- it just wasn't formalized. Right, and then you show up and you're like, bitch, where's my badge? And it's like, um, I'm sorry, did you just capture one of our island gods? You can't have... You know, Tapu Koko or whatever his name is. Like we, <laughs> yeah, that was we worship that, him. Like, that was where it's like, here are these ancient island gods that you just fucking Got him! catch it. You want one? <laughs> Hope you got your master balls ready. You gotta yeah. catch the local deity. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but it. I mean, in addition to like the gyms, uh, it shook up other things. HMs don't exist. You just have like. That- that was great. That was a that is, honestly. I was gonna thing. be like, mm, and I'm like, wait, no, fuck that, because there was always the designated like HM machine Pokemon in like <laughs> early parties in like red and blue. Like there was all of Johnny's Game Shark Muse that fucking <laughs> knew all the HMs, so you could do everything. And there was yep. nothing worse than getting into a battle and having five of your Pokemon knocked out. It's like, all right, let's go with <laughs> HM. Fuck. Yep. Transmew, go! Transmew used fly. (laughs) Oh, fuck. This isn't going well. (laughs) But I love that. I remember you traded me, Transmew, baby. (laughs) 
the the Z crystals that you get from the trials, they basically like you can give them to your Pokemon and they power up one move, which was cool because everybody has that Pokemon of like a certain type that's not good, but you love them. Like Flareon is a shitty fire type, whoa! But Flareon's pretty cool. And if you give them that Z crystal, like all of a sudden they have one fire move that'll just fuck up the other team. Like no matter like what Pokemon you have you can give them a strong move. So I now, really appreciated that. Question is the guy that literally hasn't played the game. The Z-Crystal you're talking about, is it consumed or is it like a worn like rune that you can like transfer between Pokemon? It's like a held item that you can okay, transfer. Okay, good. Yeah. In that case, good. <laughs> yeah, and there, like, are, there are certain yeah, If Pokemon's you have to get that many like, Z-Crystals, that just sounds annoying, but yeah. There are item, certain, that's good. There are certain Pokemon, like all of the starters, I think Pikachu and Eevee, like they have their own special Z-Crystal, and then there's a Z-Crystal for like every single type of move. So there's an electric one, grass one, and what have you. But yeah, I just, I really like this game, and it really kind of stuck with me and gravitated towards it. Did you play Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon? I did not, mainly because there were... There were parts of Sun and Moon where, like, you'd be walking through a city and they'd have, like, a section under construction and, like, oh, we're going to be building a building. It's like, oh, I can't wait. Like, they're going to release another version, like, you know, Pokemon Crystal or Pokemon Platinum or whatever. It's like, I can't wait. And then Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon came out and they didn't really add that much to it. It's like, (laughs) I, y'all were teasing shit and, man. Yeah. But it's ultra, David. It's ultra now. (laughs) Does this? I think this shows my age a bit. When, when you said that you go through the game these areas that are under construction, I don't assume that it's going to be an update or DLC or an expansion. I assume this is an area of the game you haven't unlocked yet. (laughs) (laughs) Just like Grand Theft Auto Vice City, like the bridge is under construction until you complete whatever mission, and then suddenly the bridge opens. Yeah. Same idea. No, not like that. I'm just saying. Is it not like that anymore? No. Does it say under construction, like, please wait for the DLC or the next release? Or, like, because I would also think, like, oh, you're just in a town and there's some construction going on. It must be, you know, I don't know, the right season or something. You know, they're building something. That's just part of the town. It's part, it's part of the local flavor. But, no, I don't take all video game construction to mean that something new is coming at some point. But maybe that's how it is now. Damn. Well, I mean, I, that's kind of how I took it in Pokemon, just because there's always that next game that comes out, like... Right. But, uh, Damn, yeah, I, I really like this game, and it got me really excited for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like, I can't wait for Sword and Shield. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, man. I'm, uh, you know, I really need to catch up on these. I, you know, I got X I'm and Y I was finally able to talk about this game. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. So, um, before we go, have you figured out what the Alolan form of Mudkip would be? I would assume that it would be a mudkip with a margarita. Mmm, the mudkip arita. I'm into it. I can't, oh, I God, can't it decide. sounds like you turn a mudkip into a margarita, John. <laughs> and I can't decide if it's a mudkip holding a margarita or a mudkip, like, bathing in a giant margarita. Ooh. Also good. So what is, Why see, not both? I don't even know, like, what does mudkip evolve into? Like, a giant swamp lizard? Like... Yeah, it's not great. I want to say it's, <laughs> it turns into, like, water and ground, maybe? Yeah, I'm trying to, you know. Yeah, it does. Water, ground. Marsh top. Ugh, God, I don't need to know these things. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I like Mudkip wallowing in a margarita, and he's drinking the margarita that he's wallowing in. Yeah, so like Dude, yeah oh, Mudkip, Mudkip in like a kiddie a pool full of margarita. Drinking a margarita. Just like, fuck yeah. it. Mudkip, last man on earth, he's in a margarita pool, just drinking yep. the whole margarita. That's the way it should be. Um, last, oh, God, last Pokemon on earth, and it's a Mudkip. And it's a Mudkip. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like that a lot. So, I heard you uh, like great that. Thank you. <laughs> and um, uh, go for it, unless it's time to keep going. No, I was going to say, the only thing that I was going to say is a lot of the new Pokemon in this game were awesome. There was the giant Clydesdale ground horse. There was the fucking bug electric type who had pincers that were a rail gun. There was the drunk boxing crab. Like, I like there drunk were some awesome crab. fucking Pokemon in this game. Yeah, and the fucking uh, the, was it the monkeys that appear to maybe be playing Aussie rules football or rugby. Yeah. Like. There, yeah. was a, there was like a rugby football monkey, and then there was an orangutan who was a psychic with a fan for some reason. <laughs> Wasn't yeah, there man. one that was uh, literally a pile of trash? That's in Pokemon Black and White, and goddammit, we covered this in the last episode where we had Sun and Moon. We've done this <laughs> okay. bit, Johnny. Yeah. There's, it's a, there's not definitely a, bit, a Pokemon it's a that's question. like. There's a Pokemon that's a busted up sandcastle, and I like that because <laughs> it seems like it's only there to kill children. Uh. Yeah, it's it's like ground and ghost, and it will like literally drag people under the sand and kill them. <laughs> Fucking yeah, terrifying. Yeah. You know, God, I'm gonna get my money back from that Disney Alolan Resort. Um, but <laughs> anyway, uh, Johnny, let's keep it going, man. Game three.
incoming softball. Uh, so three of the people that worked on this game you might have heard of. Hironobu Sakaguchi, Akira Toriyama, and Nobu Uematsu.
All right, guys. God damn. <laughs> that oh, I gotta play that song every fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know if David has this one figured out. <laughs> I have a guess. Oh, that's <laughs> dope. All right, Johnny says Wolfenstein. Uh, no. <laughs> and uh, John and David both say Blue Dragon, which is correct. Fuck yeah! Yeah, dude. <laughs> so this is Blue Dragon Indeed. from episode two. Yeah, I was gonna say. God, man, see that's that's why I have this song and this game forever burned in my brain is because this is one of the first like games that ever like blew my fucking mind on game that tune because you brought this for episode two and i'm like okay i'm sorry hold on what the fuck like this is amazing (laughs) and this guess what 154 episodes later i still don't really know what it is (laughs) this is reaching back to my first appearance on game that tune Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. My second. Shut up, John. John. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah, dude. That's uh, that's good shit. So, uh, so Blue Dragon still, I believe, exclusive to the Xbox 360. Yes. Although with uh, their backwards compatibility thing, you can play on Xbox One. But still, this game needs to be ported to Switch tomorrow. Yeah. Like, come on. I don't remember if we have a sound for this, but would you say this is perfect for Switch? It is so perfect for Switch. Come! Okay, yeah, that cool. Works. Um, but yeah, this game is so... Like, it's one of my favorite RPGs for sure. I, I watched this IGN review from when it came out, and this dude was, like, slagging on it and stuff, Ooh. and I'm like... Like, but the way he was doing it, it just... I don't know. It didn't sound like he legitimately played it. But then at the end, he was like, but if you're an RPG fan, it's and it's like, so what are you saying? <laughs> yeah, you can't have it all the ways. <laughs> like, like, come on. But, um, yeah, that boss music had Ian Gillen and Nobu Amatsu, two <laughs> great tastes that you had no idea would taste great together. Like, uh, yeah. Like, Ian Gillen from Deep Purple. Like, come on, guys. Like, if you're listening and you don't know who Deep Purple is, I challenge you to check them out because they're pretty good. They um, probably are an inspiration for a lot of the stuff that you do like. Right. So, yeah. So they inspired the uh, the entire Final Fantasy series. Then, like that, you know, they're a big influence on Omatsu. I guess so. Um, I don't know. I mean, Omatsu always loved like. Like hard rock and metal and stuff and progressive stuff. Yeah, dude. So Omatsu's great. Is he okay? Like, Have we heard anything about him? You know, I haven't. Yeah. But that means we haven't heard anything bad. That's so. what I'm saying. To my knowledge, he is alive, which is good. But yeah, like, uh, you know, I heard he had fallen ill, and I I was incredibly worried that we were about to lose, like, one of video game yeah, music's oh, most did, important didn't he? people. Yeah. And uh, I I haven't really heard anything about that since then, which I'm taking as a fine development. Like, but uh, yeah, man, shout out to Oematsu, uh, you know, the true OG of uh, like all video game music, you know, probably the greatest. Um, Well, it's I mean, I don't want to start this debate, but I think it's let us start it. (laughs) But I think it's debatable. Like if we're if we're going to talk about like the true OG of video game music, it's Oematsu and Koji Kondu. 
are like well, yeah. neck and neck. Yeah. For sure. But, I mean... There can be more than one. Exactly. You know, OGs. Um, okay, but, well then there's no debate. So, Blue saying, Dragon. You know, Coach Gondo, great sound sound designer, uh, composed some iconic tunes. Uematsu always felt like he was pushing the envelope uh, a little maybe ahead of what Koji Kondo was trying to do. Like, the Final Fantasy soundtracks were fucking, like, envelope pushing back in the day. Koji Kondo just kind of, you know, making fantastic Mario tunes and Nintendo music. He did, he did put an opera in Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah. have you heard some of those Zelda soundtracks? Oh, yeah. No, I, you know, I'm, yeah, they're a, great. You know, I'm a big fan of both men. I'm not really debating yeah. this. I'm more just saying, like, no. hey, yeah, it's, it's 1A and 1B. <laughs> like, you know, those, those guys are, uh, they're chocolate and peanut butter, baby. They go together, they make great things. They they really should collaborate. Oh, my God, they should collaborate. Listen, I, I know we're talking about how great Ian Gillen is, but have you heard Koji Kondo's singing voice? It'd be pretty good. <laughs> so, like, I think oh, man. He could surpass the man from Deep Purple, Koji Kondo. Just doing acapella versions of uh, of Oimatsu tracks, I think it'd be pretty good. I'd buy that. Yeah, that's definitely perfect for Switch as well. Indeed, <laughs> it is. Um, but yeah, so you know, Blue Dragon, a uh, you know, fantastic Xbox 360 exclusive RPG. You know, and the thing that we f- I feel like we touch on the least about this, the Toriyama character designs. Oh, they're beautiful. Like the the characters look cool. The monsters are all awesome looking, like all the robots and stuff are neat. Uh, they, so they like to have like mascot monsters in a lot of these RPGs, you know, like, like, uh, Dragon Quest with the slime and stuff. Well, for whatever reason in this game, they decided, uh, their mascot thing was going to be called a poo snake. (laughs) And so, and they're like snakes that look like piles of poop. And um, sometimes they leave piles of poop that you have to look through to find money. <laughs> okay, so, so if, if, man, was this game just like way ahead of its time? Like, how far behind? Like, how far ahead of meme culture was this game? Because <laughs> this seems yeah. like it would be a fucking hit now. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's. I've just looked up a, a quick image of a poo snake, and it literally Tell me you just Googled like, poo snake, no other words. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it looks like the... I'm feeling lucky. It looks like the poop emoji with a snake head and arms and legs. Yep. Like, it's... Yes. It's fucking great. Dip. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, sometimes you'll find, like, uh, equipment, like... I was watching some videos and someone had equipped a, a poo bracelet and it's like, ooh, I don't think I'd equip that. <laughs> I never mean to equip my poo bracelet. It just kind of yeah. happens. Yeah. It gives me plus five charisma. Yeah. Oh, what's in that poo? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Um, and actually, I guess the other thing we'd never bring up. Uh, so, what's Sakaguchi's involvement in all this? Oh, he wrote it. Okay, tight. <laughs> so uh, he was part of Miss Walker, and he did like that. Um, Lost Odyssey, which was great. Right. And um, there was one on Wii Last Story. 
I never got to play that one, but I heard it was pretty cool and, and different. Yeah, I never got into those late-era Wii RPGs, and I know I missed out on Last Story and Xenoblade Chronicles. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I should have uh, should have picked those up. So, if that's three great flavors coming together, what is something that is classically three great flavors come together? Because I said that, like, you know... Fucking the the music and well, the characters. Four with Ian Gillen. Sh- okay, so. yeah. So fuck. What's a what's a something that's famously four great flavors coming together? Uh, is it um, just two Reese's cups? No. Like a, a BLT with something else on it. Ooh, like an avocado BLT. Yeah, the blat, if you will. The blat. I like it. I like it a lot. Blat seems to pair with the poo snake, so I think we should go with blat. Oh God, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. That seems about right, man. That's that's good shit. Literally, a, a black. That's good shit. Um, yeah, good poo. Oh man, and okay, there's this one cave where you gotta farm the fuck out of poo snakes. And I, God, I forget what what re- like. There's this very good reason to do it. Um. But okay. it's, it's a cave where all you fight is like, certain poo snakes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, achievement unlocked, farmed a shitload of poo snakes. <laughs> so I know that we had established that the episode title should be I Found Dr. Wiley's Tit, but I'd like to petition that the episode title should be Farming Poo Snakes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's pretty good, it's, too. It's up in there, baby. <laughs> I won't argue. Hashtag farming a fuckload of poo snakes. <laughs> that's, that's what I do when I wake up in the morning. That's what you call a group of poo snakes, a fuckload. It's, it's their technical term. Seth is going to say a farm, like, you know, a herd of buffalo, a farm of poo snakes. Yeah, oh, there man. they go. See, yeah, that's also, I was, you know, but see, I also started thinking about just like Stardew Valley, but everything is poo. Like, <laughs> Stardew <laughs> Valley? <laughs> This itself. <laughs> I hear, I hear uh, farming poo snakes, and that just sounds like a nicer term for like a wastewater tree- treatment plant. Yeah, I like, like what it. You do, what, oh. what do you do for a little John? I farm poo snakes. Yeah. <laughs> so You're way too like into the practical like city management of it all, man. I'm, you know, I'm thinking strictly <laughs> video games. They've never made a wastewater themed uh, fucking video game. Maybe it's about time. Like, mm. Oh wait, was that pi- was that pipe dream? Oh. I think it's Poo City Three Thousand. <laughs> yeah, I hear farming poop snakes, and I feel like it's a euphemism for when you have the shits bad after drinking. Like, how was your morning? I was super hungover, and then I started farming poo snakes, and yeah. it was just I a farmed, bad day, man. David. I farmed a serious poo snake, one solid piece. It was sticking up out of the water. You don't even want to know about it. <laughs> David, before Whoa. the show's over, have ten more drinks, okay? Yeah. And then go to work tomorrow <laughs> and tell somebody that. Oh, oh, I recorded me, a podcast and then I was farming poo snakes. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> you heard me. I, I think uh, I think I gotta I need quit. To talk to HR. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gotta quit drinking, man. But Come uh, back to anyway, the me, I'll um, I'm sorry, John. Did you say you need to quit drinking? I'm saying I, I've been drinking so much. I've been thinking about farming poo snakes, and it's affecting my brain. <laughs> I was saying I think I need to go get another drink before we start game four. Game four. It's that fucking mind gem.
All right, guys. Uh, so this game's main character is based on several possible old cartoon characters, most notably a character from the cartoon Omocha Bakushirizo Daisan Wa Ihan Sinku Hakasan Jiroko no Ken. Guys, I apologize if that trivia tripped you up. I actually did misspeak. So the name of the cartoon that the character was based on is Omocha Bako Shirizo Daisan Wa Ihan Sinkyu Ha Kasan Juroko Nen. I'm very sorry for making that mistake. Okay, if I get this wrong, I'm blaming you. I, I'm convinced I that's just that. a bunch of Japanese Street Fighter characters smashed together. Quiet, John. That's very racist. And everybody says Cuphead, and they're all correct. It's a hat trick, baby! And this is Hell the yeah, fellas. 
This is the point where you say that that long-ass title is just, like, the Japanese release name of, like, a 1930s Fleischer Popeye cartoon or something. That is exactly what it is. It is actually a cartoon. I looked it up and watched it a little bit as much as I could stand to watch a cartoon from Japan from 1936. And indeed, at one point, there is a cup marching along the frame. I'm like, well, I'll be goddamn. (laughs) You've got to be kidding me. There's a cup with a little straw sticking out of its head. Like, I'm just like... They okay? I you know I don't know if that's intentional. I don't know if these guys fucking watched that cartoon, but there he is. There he is, Cuphead in the thirties. Um, what? Someone's gonna have a lawsuit. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, exactly. The Omochobaku Chorizo Daisanwa Estate is gonna have their ass. Um, so I'm I was glad earlier this year when Cuphead finally came out for the Switch because I'd been hoping and waiting for this game to come out for the Switch, because I was never going to buy an Xbox One. And this was one of the only Xbox exclusives that ever bothered me. And I bought this. I'm happy that it came out on Switch. I wanted to support these guys. And now that I've played it, this game is charming! And I fucking hate it. See, that's why, uh, like, I have been itching to play this game ever since it was don't. announced. Because, like, I I adore old, like, 30s, 40s cartoon style. And seeing this, like, hand-animated games, like, I want to play this. And then watching gameplay of it, like, it's coming on Switch. Like, oh, if I buy this, I will snap my Switch in half. It's fucking infuriating. <laughs> and I don't want... To hear all that, like, oh, just get good, you know, because it's not a matter of getting good, because it's baked into the game that, like, you're going to die this many times playing, like, any of these fucking levels, and that's just, it's such a frustrating design choice to me, like, when you get to the point where you actually know what each boss is going to do, and you're going to fucking beat them, the fights are over in, like, 90 seconds to two minutes, and... In the 60 or so tries before that, it's the most infuriating fucking game I've ever played. Because, <laughs> like, what, ooh. I, I want to play it, and I want to experience it, but also I feel like I could experience this game much better watching videos of better people playing this game. Yes. It's like, I just want to see the animation and the aesthetics and the music and how it all fits, but I also don't want to replay the same boss fight 90 times in order to beat it. Dude, yeah, seriously, I was, uh, you know, like I said, I bought it, I've been playing it, I was talking with Whitney in the lead up to the show, she's like, so what'd you pick? I'm like, Cuphead. She's like, oh, cool. I'm like, I think I fucking hate it. She's like, really? You do? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's fucking infuriating. She's like, well, it's fun for me to watch you play it. I'm like, Yeah, that's because you're not playing it. (laughs) Like, there's beautiful fucking hand-drawn animation all over this game. There's interesting character designs and, like, crazy shit just popping off. And if I'm not dying, it looks really fucking cool. But the problem is I'm usually dying. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's a nightmare, um, man. (laughs) One of the... I was looking at it, it's like one of the first bosses is like a slime, like a very classic, like basic slime enemy, and then ah, eventually yes. like Goopy Legrand. 
like, as you fight it, eventually you kill it, and then you have to fight its tombstone as it starts attacking you? See, and that's, you know, my main pet peeve with this game is it's like, okay, you, you figure out these things about each boss. Like, you know, Goopy Legrand, the slime, uh, you know, it starts out and he's hopping back and forth. So you gotta, you know, you, you gotta, uh, you know, just real quick to lay it out, you got a real basic set of mechanics when you're on foot. You know, you're running, you're gunning, eventually you can unlock more weapons like a spread shot, a homing shot, a charge shot. Um, and you got a dash button. So you're running, you're dashing to evade, you're shooting the guy when you got your opening, and you're dodging his attacks. He does things like a boxing glove where he throws it and it takes up almost full screen. Got a duck. Uh, you know, he jumps around kind of random. He bounces off the wall and sometimes comes in a weird trajectory. You got to dodge. And then once, yeah, you kill him, you know, you think, oh, the fight's like over or nearly over. And no, his tombstone pops up. <laughs> and like, there's no way... There's no way anybody could beat any of these things on, like, the first couple of go-arounds. Because you got to play through all these fucking phases of these fights to learn all the patterns. Like, it's just such a frustrating design. And I know it's <sighs> meant to be that way, but it's just like, man, you know, this game's got so much goddamn charm, and it's not very fun. <laughs> like... It's it's strange, man. Like, well, I just, and the um, only thing that that really bothers me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember hearing that there is like an easy mode to this game. But if you play the easy mode, you don't get to fight like every phase of the boss. See, I, I haven't even bothered bumping it down because yeah, when you choose the boss, it's, it says simple or normal, and so I always just go normal. And normal is. Devastatingly, but fuckingly frustrating. Like it's just ridiculous. Um, so I yeah, I remember reading that there's. Like I never even bothered with fucking easy mode. It, you know, I feel insulted by easy modes typically, but you know, in this game, maybe I, maybe I should have gone with it a couple of times. Because I remember reading it's like, oh, there is an easy mode. Like if you if you can't devote that time or if it's too difficult, or everything like, don't worry, we'll accommodate you. But you won't get to experience the full game, because fuck you, pussy. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you're begging me to go watch <laughs> this on YouTube. <laughs> like, you're begging me to not play your fucking game. Because seriously, the animations are charming. The fucking, you know, like, the multiple phases of the bosses are just like, they're, you know, they'll catch you, at, like, just completely off guard and blow your fucking mind. But, like, just the number of ways you can be damaged by some of these bosses is just so... Fucking frustrating. Uh, there's, and, you know, see, I didn't even know there are the levels where you're running and gunning, which are like platforming levels. Very frustrating. There's the levels where you just fight a boss on foot. Uh, you know, not the worst. Uh, honestly, some of the easiest levels in the game. And then there are these fucking plane levels. Your cuphead flying a little fucking plane. And, you know, none of the fucking power-ups that you've bought apply to the plane. You got a straightforward shot, or you can change shots, and you got a little bomber, like, lob shot. It comes in at an angle. And these plane levels are some of the most frustrating goddamn things I've ever played. It's crazy. I don't know how I can have less fun fighting, a, like, a, a blimp with a Betty Boop face on it. Or a fucking bird sticking his head out of a birdhouse and, like, barfing eggs at me. I'm like, I hate this. Like, this is crazy. I should love this. 
and you know, like, I keep on wanting to like stop and soak up the fucking 30s of it all and the cartoonness of it all, but you can't. You can't fucking blink if you don't want to get fucking hit with something. <laughs> like, it's God. absurd. <laughs> you are really selling this game on me so hard right now. Like, go buy this... it, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like, goddamn, this sounds really right up my alley. It's ah. ridiculous. I mean, seriously, the, the fucking, like, the Zeppelin fight, you're fighting against, you know, Hilda Berg, the threatening Zeppelin. And when it starts out, she's just in, like, the shape of a blimp. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly what it is, but, like, one of the things that will catch you off guard is sometimes she'll laugh, and the word ha flies out of her mouth, and it can hit you. And it's like, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It, I don't mean to interrupt, but it's a female Zeppelin named Hildeberg. Yes. That is fucking great. Oh, all the names are great. Everything about this game's charming. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so fucking frustrating to play the game because she starts as a Zeppelin and she's like, you know, shooting stuff at you and she can laugh and hit you with the literal word ha and you never see it coming. And then she starts turning into constellations and attacking you with various attacks. And then eventually she turns into the fucking moon. And it's like a screen-filling boss. Like, you know, the game is crazy. And, like, I can't even describe how, like, just awesome some of the shit is to see. But it's, it's impossible to enjoy it. Because, like, all you're focusing on is, like, dodging things and fucking trying to get like your super shot and you can build up a super shot if you build up five bars of a super shot you can do like an ultra shot and you know in those plane levels the ultra shot is the most frustrating thing ever because the whole plane turns into a bomb and you have to like kamikaze the fucking boss and it's like I don't want to get that close to that thing I want to just shoot a fucking giant beam at it like give me the beam yeah. it kind of sounds like Cuphead is the video game equivalent of like the Matrix or John Wick or like a Jackie Chan movie where it's like I love watching it but I don't want to be in the middle of it like right. I should not be involved in this can I just watch this take place in front of me god what I wouldn't give for a 30's animated John Wick game where it's just like a serious boss rush and a couple of levels like you know I'd be so into that. Just but, John uh, Wick with like giant googly eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Every level starts off TikTok, Mr. Wick, and <laughs> then you just have to go for it. But I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's charming. Like the bosses are charming. The you know the like my favorite ones. There's the flower in Floral Fury, which is just you know really fucking cool looking. He's got funny dance moves. You have to fight a couple of uh, frogs that eventually turn into a slot machine. Um, there's the carnival level where you're fighting a boss who's like a terrifying clown. Uh, who? But you repeat uh, yourself. I'm saying, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry for the redundancy there. But yeah, he's a clown who starts out riding a little uh, bumper car that he tries to hit you with and then turns into a giant balloon and starts shooting balloon animals at you. Then eventually he's riding a carousel horse and shooting like horseshoes at you. And then I honestly don't remember what the last phase is because it's the last part I beat and I just like wanted to rush through it. Um, it's you know, it, The game's charming. It's just not very much fun to play and I'm like doing it out of a sense of obligation because it's short like every time I fucking beat a few things in this and then turn it off and go like just furiously like just go to bed 
I come back the next day, it's like, you know, oh, your percentage went from like 40 to like 75. I'm like, fuck, I'm almost done with the game. I'm like, this game's short. I'm like, I gotta beat this now. Like, fuck this I mean, game. I won't be bested by this game. The game is short when you know what we're, you're doing. When you don't, it's a fucking multi-hour investment. Yeah. that's And that's the thing. It's, you know, like... If you actually were able to beat the bosses in short order, this game, I assume, would be like a speedrunner's dream, and you'd look like a fucking awesome, like, badass for doing it. But, like, there, uh, what was the word that Johnny used during, like, Games Done Quick? Uh, uh, RNG? Random number generation? Yeah. There's entirely too much of that, because seriously, it's not even, like, patterns. Like, there's multiple things that every boss can do that you have to be aware of, like... It's not like, oh, this guy goes forward, then he goes back, some, you know, and then back again. Like, no, sometimes he goes forward, 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 or back, back, back. Like, you know, nothing is consistent from, like, moment to moment. It's... Oh, my God. It's crazy. Like, it's not oh, just, love it. like, strict patterns. It's like, okay, well, when it's this phase, it could be any of these things. And you know, eventually you got to memorize the three or four things that can be going on in any given phase of any of these boss fights. And, you know, I'm going to beat this game. I'm not going to be defeated by it. And then I'm going to delete the data from my Switch and never go back to this game ever fucking again. <laughs> like, See, the oh, more that man. you say it, it, it makes me want to buy the game less, but just watch the game more. Because I yeah. do love this game. It's like, but I I don't have the temperament for this. I it's, really don't. No, it's so fucking charming. The music is phenomenal. Like, it's nothing but big band swing music. And, you know, the levels are just fucking gorgeously designed. And see, the other thing that I hate about some of these, uh, like, boss fight designs, like the plane levels... They play with uh, background and foreground, and so, like, the foreground will obscure when the boss shoots something at you. So, like, you're paying attention to one thing, and then, like, a little homing missile comes out of nowhere and bops you in the butt. Because it fucking came out of the boss while something swooped past in the foreground. It's just like, god damn, this fucking game. They thought of every possible way to fuck you over. Like, they know you can't look at this whole screen. Um... But yeah, no, it's just, it's it's a charming fucking game, and I want them to make more, and I, you know, I'm wondering if I'm going to download the DLC. The DLC's still coming. The delicious last course of Cuphead. <laughs> um, it's still out there, and it hasn't come out yet, and I don't know if I'm going to get it, because I Is fucking... Is it just, like, more of the same? Just like I don't know. Levels, I, I don't know if it's just like you know new boss fights or what. I know there's a new playable character. There's like the lovely Miss Chalice, um, and yeah, you know, I don't I don't really know what it is. So I'll wait and see what it actually is, and then probably never download it because I you know as much as I love this game and love everything about what it represents, I fucking hate this game. <laughs> like I was so excited to play this game. And like I can take bullet hell shooters, I'm I'm fine with that. But it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I have this kind of fucking time or like, you know, masochism left in my fucking life. Like I I fucking hate this. <laughs> but it's it's good. It's uh it it like I said. I think the good outweighs the bad. But I want to beat it and never play it again. Like that's uh, that's kind of my assessment. Like I you know I don't know where I'd score it, but it's like yeah I want to get I want to get through this. You know, it's like ripping off a band-aid repeatedly. Like, uh, 200 times you gotta rip a band-aid off. 
and then eventually you figure out you got to go with the hair, not against it, and the game just gets good all of a sudden. But uh, thank you yeah. for because I was on the fence about buying this game and playing it myself. Thank you for solidifying Ooh. that this is a very hard watch. This game. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. serious. Like, fucking like just watch as much of it as you want because like. Yeah, you know, the, the characters are charming. Cuphead and Mugman, they're charming. But, like, the real centerpiece in this game is everything the bosses do. And if you watch a YouTube video and just take in every single frame of fucking animation for this game, you're going to get everything you need out of it. Fuck playing it. That's my assessment. Like, the game's gorgeous. The music is fucking phenomenal. Fuck playing it. <laughs> I so, will snap my Switch in half. Please do, man. Uh, the sound when you snap your Switch in half. <laughs> You said snap. That's going to be a new thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, oh, so snap. fuck yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I just minimized it. I don't want to do it again. Uh, do Johnny. That. So, uh, you know, I don't believe that we have any sort of tiebreaker plan for this episode, do we? Uh, let's see what happens. I believe the tiebreaker is Calculating just Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Hey! I don't know how to explain that, but I'm into it. I believe Jesse just snapped. Oh, did he? <laughs> Shit! Yeah. Oh, Jesse snapped you in the win. Oh, he snapped me in See, I gotta pay better attention to this. It's very generous Man. of him. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad he snapped me back to the fridge to get those last couple of beers. It really helped our production values here at the end of the show. Um, well, fuck yeah, man. Excellent show. Uh, you know, I guess I won it just by dispensing that much salt over Cuphead. <laughs> like, I filled the show with salt and came out on top of Salt Mountain. Um, fantastic. So I've been thinking themes for the next game... Uh, you know, we got episode 157 coming up, and I could do one of my classic free associations to show Johnny just how easy it is to come up with a theme for any given number. You know, I, I could do that, but okay, so here it goes. It's episode 157. Again, you gotta take away the one. You got episode 57. Passenger 57 starring Wesley Snipes. Games <laughs> with snipers. No, that's not the theme. <laughs> Here's the theme, baby. I just bought... Heinz 57? <laughs> games with black Games people? you play while you Games steak? with sauce. <laughs> um, no, I just uh, I just went to Target, and I don't know if anybody realizes this, the uh, PlayStation Classic garbage console that is is deeply discounted over at Target right now. Instead of $100, you can get it for $26, like I did today. And so the theme for next week, it's games on the PlayStation 1. That's right. That system that we all awesome. owned and played. I can see the look of excitement washing over David's face. This is an unsnappable theme. Games on the PlayStation oh, 1. Oh, I'm not snapping. This is a fantastic theme. Fuck yeah, Jesse's I'm gonna ready. I'm going to keep my hands like this. Can't snap like this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesse's no snap. Gluntless is fully erect. Some might call this theme fantastic. I might call this theme rough, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's going to be great. No matter what, we got games on the PlayStation 1 coming for next week's episode. 
Thank you so much for listening this week. We really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, thank you to everybody joining us live. We're live every Wednesday night at 9. YouTube.com slash GameThatTune. Facebook.com slash GameThatTune. Twitch.tv slash GameThatTune. Uh, thank you to everybody chatting along with us. You can join us in our Discord. Head over to GameThatTune.com. Find our Discord link there. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts come out on Wednesday mornings and uh, either in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and we appreciate you listening there. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for fun exclusives. We've got game that tune gyms, even though this week the game that tune gym showdown was on the regular feed. Uh, we've got our GTT mixtapes. We've got Jesse's covered up series. We've got movie commentaries that we're going to get back on track here in the next little bit. And uh, yeah, we just got a lot of fun going over there. It helps us uh, run our 24 7 video game music live stream that's on YouTube. And we really appreciate you guys' support. So check out patreon.com slash game that tune. Thank you to our super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens. You're all fantastic, and we appreciate the support. Uh, we didn't, uh, you know, Jesse literally snapped away the request this week. So no request this week, but we do appreciate it when you send us requests. Um, hit us up, game that tune at gmail.com. Hit us up in the request section of the Discord. Um, hit us up on Twitter at game that tune, or you can find us individually on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at jpreganjr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at TFD Fleming. And you can find Jesse Moore on Twitter at Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, fellas. And uh, we're going out with my bonus tunes. We got PlayStation games coming next week. Got my PlayStation Classic all plugged in, ready to go. So it's gotta be some fantastic classic tunes. Castlevania, Symphony of the Night, The Tragic Prince, shout out to Michiru Yamane, peace out everybody.
Mega Man 3 is copyright 1990 Capcom Company Limited. Pokemon Sun and Moon are copyright 2016 Game Freak Incorporated, Nintendo of America Incorporated, Creatures Incorporated, and the Pokemon Company. Blue Dragon is copyright 2007 Microsoft Corporation. Cuphead is copyright 2017-2019 Studio MDHR Entertainment Incorporated. I think uh, I think I gotta. I need quit. to talk to HR. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gotta quit drinking, man. But Come uh, back anyway, with me. I'll show um, you. Oh wait, yeah, shit. That was the cue that I was supposed to do. <laughs> I, I think you messaged me. Yeah, I know. Sorry. I'm, it, I'm, know, hang on, hang on. Clean break. I'm sorry, John. Did you say you need to quit drinking? 